You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. Alien remains found in Mexico? Hackers shutting down hotels in Vegas? And buns are in the oven? There's a lot to talk about. Today is September 14th, 2023, and you're listening to episode 352 of PHP Ugly Podcast. Uh, we'd like to thank a few people who's helped make podcasts a little better. Our sponsors, Maybadger.io, PHP Storm, and PHP Architect, as well as our wonderful supporters on Patreon. And we're going to circle back around and talk, t- talk about all of them a little later. But for now, let me introduce to you the aliens in my casket, John Congdon. I have so many questions, but I want to say great job on that starting soon in, uh, page. I like it. Tom, right up. Hello. Tom, you're in sunny Southern California. I am sunny Southern California. It's, I thought I thought that when I got here, and uh, apparently I'm wrong. It's not Southern California. It's... It's it? North, North, it? Southern, Northern, it's Northern, Southern, Central. <laughs> yeah, it's the very north of the southern part of the state. Yes, yeah. Which most people just call it North, but <laughs> it's it's North of Central. It's North of Southern. It's North of <laughs> North Central. <laughs> well, yeah, the southernmost end of North. What are you doing? Oh, you know, working on site, doing meetings, and. Celebrating uh, company anniversaries, things oh, like that. Oh, the anniversary is tenth anniversary, <clears throat> which for, the for a dot com, yes, which for a dot com is very impressive. And my first anniversary, it has been one year since I started at this company. Wow, really? Has it really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, quick year. So surprised they haven't fired you yet. I, I <laughs> hey, I'm just great. As much as we petitioned for it. I know. As long as we begged and pleaded, they don't. They don't listen to you guys. Obviously. <laughs> what about you, John? What are you up to? Oh, what are we not up to? There's so much going on. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk a lot about tech coming up. Uh, working on ripping out an old API that is in use in a in a project, which is still running on. I think five four, and mm. it's it's no longer necessary. It was built, you know, twelve, thirteen years ago at least, uh, to bring to, to be a central hub for multi multi environments to connect to a single database. Uh, no longer necessary. Everything's been moved into AWS, and you know, through magic of networking and stuff, we, we don't have the same concerns. Uh, so. Working hard on that. So that's been fun. Cool. How about you? What's going on? Uh, I don't know. It's all just a blur right now. I feel like I'm getting a lot done every day. And then I look at everything else I have to do. I'm like, good God, man. I'm <laughs> so far behind. It's Buried crazy. alive in, in work, right? 
Yeah, it just doesn't stop. Doesn't stop at all. Um, yeah, I mean, not, not a lot. I, I need to get back on the coding bandwagon. I've just been doing like a bunch of administrative stuff. I feel like lately, and project management. Not project mm-hmm. management. You should try it out. It's fun. More like uh, project. Don't crash. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I just I gotta get coding, man. I I've got things I gotta get done that I just I haven't been able to put the focus towards that I like to put towards it. But I'll get there. I'm sure I'm sure things will slow down a lot for me as we get closer to tech. Yeah, I'll, that's the way it, that's the way it works. Free up sure. a lot of time. Yeah, sure. Sure. So aliens. Aliens in Mexico. What anybody see this? I no, I was it's questioning that in your in your hookers comment. I was very confused. Hookers? Hence me saying I have so many questions. Hookers. Did I talk about hookers? No. I thought you did. Don't think so. I what did you say in the opening? What are projecting you projecting a little? <laughs> Just a tad. What did you say? I, 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 I said Vegas. I said Vegas. Tom or John heard, heard hookers. What is, What's that say about John? <laughs> <laughs> he just associates hookers to Vegas. You mean hackers I, uh, in Vegas taking down hotels? Is that what? Oh, you, is, that what is that what you said? Hackers. Hackers. Yeah. Hackers <laughs> in Vegas. Yeah. I had no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> I was already confused with the aliens, and my mind started drifting. And then you said hackers in Vegas, and. Wow. I, I I was questioning it so much I wrote it down. What did you mean by it? <laughs> All right, aliens in, in in Mexico. Tom, you've got to know something about this. This is this seems right up your alley. It's a it's a super old hoax. And the reason it's making the news at all is because it's absolutely ridiculous that the Mexican government gave this thing a platform whatsoever. This is it's, what this is what I'm wondering. Is like, are they in on the joke? Are they just like trying to troll is, the world now? Is Mexico in on the joke? I have no idea. But it, it seems like it. These are these paper mache mummies that people have been making for decades that just look like paper mache dummies. I mean, from the land of pinatas, you'd think they'd be able to spot one, but no. Honestly. <laughs> well, that's like I, I almost opened with uh what was I gonna say? Uh Mexican aliens, but then I'm like, nah, I probably shouldn't say that. I should I should think about how I word yeah. that, especially you know, where we're at. So oh yeah. I I it, it, I saw that on Twitter and I'm like, what the hell is going on today? Like I just need to go back to bed if I'm waking up to this. But yeah. So yeah, John, hackers, hackers in Vegas uh, shut down the M- MGM hotel. Really? Really? Yep. They uh, apparently I didn't see this one. Oh, you didn't see this one? Oh, I actually have it on my Trello board, so I ca- I kind of uh, kind of jumped the gun a little bit there. But I'll, let me move this over so it kind of gets. I don't even have Trello open yet. Here we go. Yeah. So apparently. Um, they, uh, yeah, they compromised the entire floor, uh, in the of of the MGM, and like they they just the MGM just basically my understanding of it, which you know comes from a whole twenty seconds of YouTube watching, 
was you know they had to shut everything down. Now the 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 weird thing about it is um, was DefCon recently? Yeah, was it was two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. It was I think it was at the MGM, wasn't it? That I don't know. I don't know either, but it was in Vegas, so it's it was around that area. So it's just weird that that happened so soon after DefCon, but. Yeah, we're not going to point any any fingers there. Um, so yeah, that 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 was a whole thing. I put I put that in in the show notes for later. We can talk about. Honestly, hookers shutting down an entire floor of the MGM would be much more interesting of a story. <laughs> and then uh, what else? Did I say buns in the oven. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Now that that I don't know what you're talking about. So I saw some, I saw something come across from the primogen, but I didn't watch it. Exactly. This this is why I wanted to bring it up. I wanted to let Tom know that the primogen has already covered this, um, but I guess in the JavaScript world, uh, they've they've kind of built this whole new tool chain that oh, that covers bun. yeah called Bun, and uh, it it's just like that's all I heard from. Like every YouTube channel I watch, every all my Twitter feeds, everybody was talking about bun, bun, bun. So I don't know. I mean, again, I, not as somebody who's not a JavaScript person, I hope this works. I I'm kind of torn on it because I don't understand two things. I don't understand their business model because this is a company. This isn't like open source, but is it open source? So I don't I don't understand like the uh, the politics behind Bun quite yet, and I don't care enough about JavaScript to to care to look. But it'd be nice if it does fix a lot of stuff. I don't know. We'll see. Only time will tell. I'm gonna take a look at it. I I saw I saw him cover it and. Knew it was JavaScript from I think his title or something. I was like, ah, I'll watch it later, and never got back to it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I couldn't get away from it. Like all my YouTube channels were talking about it for some reason. I guess it's a big deal, man. Bun JS, yeah. That or you're more of a JavaScript person than you thought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it looks so, it looks interesting. There's been a lot of this uh, sort of bundled behavior stuff going on lately so is this Um, supposed to replace v or vite or i I don't i don't think i i don't know i don't even know what the hell vite is so this is this is a runtime for javascript and typescript that includes a test runner and uh package manager and all sorts of other bundled things a bundler, yeah, test runner, Node.js compatible package manager, TypeScript and Type and JavaScript runtime. Yep, Meets rhymes with feet. Got it, Haywoods. I uh, tried running it on a couple of projects. I mean, I don't know what to look at to to understand what it's like. What's it supposed to be doing? And like, is it faster? Which I don't really care about because I do my npm install, and you know. I don't care how long it really takes to do it. it it's not like it apparently very fast. But why? But I, I get. I guess if you are a JavaScript developer, like if you do Node stuff, I'm sure it's a huge deal. It's just not for me. That much. <clears throat> I, 
Oh, there's some graphics for you right there. I think if you're doing a lot of a lot of view stuff, probably. Like I know for the application I work on, the the npm install and building of all the assets and everything takes forever. Oh, really? Here's your yeah. Vite, John. Yeah, it does. It does look like it's a replacement for Vite as well. Or Vite. Vite rhymes with feet. Vite. I don't think that's the same thing. So, yeah. It was going to have me saying that from now on. Vite rhymes with feet. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it appears like it does a lot. I think it's... But again, again I think it's like a... Like they're hiring. There you go. I mean, it's a company. Uh, what are they hiring? A runtime engineer. What's a runtime engineer do? Interesting. Anybody uh, looking for a job to be a runtime engineer? So what's their business model then? Like they're just doing consulting for all this stuff? Like how they plan on making money? Probably SLAs. Yeah. Well, that would do it. So wait, I, I, I saw I saw get didn't I see a GitHub link? Yeah, here we go. So here's a GitHub link. So there's Bun. So it's got to be. What's the uh, what's the license here? Where the, where are the license at now? They have a separate page for their licenses, and it's all MIT open source stuff. And I believe this is Perfect. MIT licensed as well. All right. Well, cool then. I mean that that if that's the case, that's great because then even if the company goes away, you don't have to worry about the product going away. So, anyways. I thought it was interesting. We don't talk about enough JavaScript stuff on here. and We talk, talk about the exact there. correct amount of JavaScript stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's an interesting uh, uh, similar take from Nginx as well. Did you see uh, Nginx unit? It, what's it called? Nginx unit. Unit? No. Look this up here. Are you going to keep talking about it, or is that, is that all you're, you're yeah, just going to say? He had to sneeze. Allow me to stop sneezing. <laughs> so I'm not 100% clear on everything that this is doing, uh, but it's an application runtime for multiple languages simultaneously with a built-in routing engine and uh, request handling. So it can do sort of what you would normally need five or whatever services to do as a single service with a single config file that's JSON compatible and has a full REST API for configuration in real time. So you can do real-time modifications to your routing and your uh, runtime without having to restart anything. Really? So um, I'm but how, curious. But how often are you changing your, your Nginx runtime? So you can have dynamic routing. Uh, this actually handles load balancing stuff as well. So you can load balance between multiple Nginx unit servers, and that's all configured through a REST API. Hmm. So interesting so stuff. Suppose you have saved a PHP script, hello world, to run run it on unit with the unit PHP module installed. That's interesting. You have to install a module again. Is taking us back to Apache, right? Uh, first, set up a application object. What? Wait, I'm confused. First, set up an application object. Let's store our first config snippet. 
in the code uh, snippet in the file called config JSON. Wait, I'm I'm confused. Is this are are you? I I don't understand what this is saying. Then is, is this the configuration for the for like the hello world? Like this would be the website layer and right. That would be your routing, and it routes okay. to an engine type as well as an endpoint. So, so you can have you can have routes that point to different uh, engines, node modules, or PHP yeah. or uh, WebAssembly, which they're really keen on. I don't know why, hmm. but uh, it's all it's an all-in-one handler for web requests, basically. Well, I have that now. It's called Nginx. Well, but Nginx on its own doesn't do the load balancing, doesn't do multiple uh, engines. And and the way that we in PHP use Nginx is through PHP FPM. Right. This has its own module. That but I don't know, that, not I don't know that's FPM. good. Right? Is that good? I don't know that's good. That's why one of the things I didn't like about Apache. I don't know. I didn't write it. Okay. <laughs> I don't see the load balancing part you're talking about, but I I, I don't question you. That's that's fine. But man, yeah, I'm sure somebody somebody smarter than I will figure out good use for that. Oh yeah, man. Cool. It's it's saying that support for PHP is using a custom SAPI module. But 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 why? I don't understand why. Well, because it also handles it also handles Ruby, Python, Perl, Java, JavaScript, Go, WebAssembly, and binary compiled stuff. But why wouldn't it just pass it off to the PHP FPM like Nginx does now? Because FPM can't do the routing and load balancing that this can do. Yeah, but the, the, also because they want in the this file. is an all-in-one solution. If you're running PHP FPM, you also have to be running Nginx. Whereas if you're running this, you don't need FPM. It's just one less thing that's running, mm. and you can't ru- and you can't configure FPM in real time. What do you configure in FPM? Uh, you don't configure anything. It's just no memory timeouts. You know, number of processes. Yeah, processes. processes. I, I, yeah, I was such. Yeah, that's not a real world. Example. That's de- that's DevOps stuff. That's not our world. <laughs> I just turn it all the way to 11 and let it roll, baby. <laughs> well, sometimes it's nice to have one interface for all of the things that you need, like error reporting and logging, warnings, things like that. You could understand. No, no, tell me more. Because we're sponsored by a company that does such a thing. What? They do unified interface for real-time logging of JavaScript and PHP errors, notification. Folks, Tom Rideout here, and let me tell you, if you think listening to PHP Ugly makes you question my coding skills, you should see my actual code. It's why HoneyBadger.io and I are such a perfect match, like peanut butter and jelly, or me and questionable life decisions. Listen, I don't need more pie charts to tell me how badly I've messed up. I don't want to go through a library of logs, deciphering them like they're the Da Vinci code of my own failures. What I need is Honey Badger, the only monitoring tool that says, Hey Tom, you goofed up right here, and here's how to unfudge it. You see, Honey Badger is the cool professor who tells you where you went wrong, but also helps you get an A in the course. 
It tells you not just when the sky is falling, but which clouds are actually plummeting. So you can fix errors before your customers even have a chance to mock you on Twitter. And the setup? Oh boy, even I could get it running in less than five minutes, and I still struggle to set my microwave clock. So be your team's knight in shining armor. Go on a free trial with Honey Badger at honeybadger.io. Trust me, it's like having a sensei, but for code and a lot less yelling. See what catastrophes you've been missing and fix them before you become the catastrophe. That's honeybadger.io. Get on it. Now let's get back to getting ugly. Let's get back to getting ugly. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Honey Badger. Badger. The Da Vinci Code. <laughs> You're a funny the best guy. Ad re- best ad read you've done yet. Thank yeah. you. you it's the only one I've done. <laughs> Man, I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like I, I'm like I'm trying to pull teeth here. What what's going on with you guys? You guys don't want to be here tonight. We can, we can wrap this up. What? We can end it. What are you, what are you talking it? about? I, you know, I'm trying to segue do. into another ad that I don't know about. <laughs> we <laughs> do. We do seriously need to have a conversation about at least one show a month changing our our start time so that listeners in other places of the world can can watch us live i i see a lot of tweets about that especially from mm. europe and i started an hour early this time <laughs> Good job. is that why is that why you almost didn't make it you didn't realize oh yeah the clock changed didn't you? no i am exhausted <laughs> uh, these on-site weeks are just rough I mean, they do a lot to make it nice, but it can be pretty rough. Uh, today was puppy day. They brought about 10 puppies into the office, and everyone got to play with puppies. So that was fun. Now, I, now, I, now I see why it's so, so rough. Every day's yeah. puppy day here. <laughs> rough. <laughs> rough. <laughs> that, was, that was the thing that got me. I was, it was very nice to see puppies, but it immediately made me miss my puppy at home. Mm. And like a literal puppy who, when I call my wife, starts running around the house looking for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping to miss my dog at some point. I don't know. She drives about, me crazy more than anything else. How about in, like, what, six weeks? Why would I, why would I miss my dog in six weeks? Oh, is, are you bringing your dog to Texas with you? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just see. saying I'm not going to miss her. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What's in Texas? Longhorn? Eric Eric and I will be at Longhorn in about six weeks, and then we're going to do a little road trip after that. Yeah, but we are actually going, going. Yeah, we're doing a booth booth in Longhorn. We're doing a PHP Architect is one of the sponsors of Longhorn. So we'll definitely be doing that, that whole thing. But yeah, John and I are actually going on a road trip afterwards. <laughs> it's gonna be weird it is come on over to colorado visit me no no <laughs> okay just <laughs> I thought i'd throw nice it out try. there you know nice try i'm, I'm actually getting gonna... get john to come to menifee to my new house you think he's gonna go to colorado to see you he probably I would actually going just to texas texas is is just south of colorado isn't it <laughs> <laughs> I said that just for you, Eric. <laughs> I know you did. That's why. That's why I didn't. I wasn't going to give you a reaction. 
but I couldn't, couldn't stop laughing. Help it. <laughs> I'm actually gonna go have uh, I'm gonna go have lunch with the semi listener. I think he said he's only listened to a couple of episodes, but uh, somebody reached out to PHP Architect said he's gonna be in the San Diego area. I'm like, hey, why don't we meet up for lunch? Uh, oh, his name is Jameson. And I can't pronounce his his Twitter handle. Athrid O D off. A-E-T-H-R-I-D-O-D off. He wanted me to put it out there. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> that's his professional uh professional outlet, I guess he said. And he might write for the magazine, Eric. Well, that gonna, would be, mm, that'd be nice. I'm gonna go talk to him a little bit more about that tomorrow. Cool. You've got a healthy cool. list of people who might uh, write for the magazine. Yeah, it would be nice to have a list of people that will write. Tom. <laughs> Very you've been, tired. You've been saying you're going to write for how long now? Uh, it's been a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, One so uh, I don't know. Um I got I got mixed emotions about uh about Longhorn. Not not long not Longhorn itself. I just I don't know, Austin, I guess, <laughs> just in general. But uh I don't I didn't like so I, we traveled for um tech, which obviously I, I it was just I had nothing on my mind but all everything that we were doing at tech. So I might have been a little oblivious to things around me, but when I went to Laracon uh, in Nashville, I just I realized I didn't like traveling that much again. I'm like, wait a minute, are we all still sick or something? Should we should we all be in this room together? I don't I don't think we all be in this room together. But I don't know. We'll go have fun. Yeah. Have fun. Hot hot new COVID uh, COVID shots just dropped. Oh really? Yeah, should, you can you can get that. You can get the new one now. I should get the booster before I go. I think I'll do that. That's a good idea, Tom. It's most of most of the ads here in Silicon Valley are for some reason uh, COVID boosters and Four Imprint, the uh, the marketing on on stuff company. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, NorCal kid who was just down here visiting um, went back home and. Popped positive for COVID. Oh, that's so, fun. Way to go, NorCal. But, but, but I test but every they, morning. But they didn't. They didn't leave any behind for you, right? Uh, I don't know. Kids these <laughs> days. Selfish. Hopefully not. Nah. Hopefully, hopefully not. Oh yeah. So tech. What have we been doing for that? So we got to talk about tech. Uh, we sold our first ticket. Dun, dun, dun. Not only did we sell our first ticket, but it was a supporter on Patreon who bought it. Was it Frank? I I I can neither confirm or deny. I could totally deny it wasn't Frank. <laughs> 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 but uh, that was fun. It, it, it's it's actually funner than I'm I'm letting on to just yet. Uh, it's yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, especially this first ticket. Remember, I said this that uh, this this ticket was purchased to, to this week, and uh, it was our first ticket because it's going to come back as we get closer to tech. 
uh, with some interesting news. But yeah, that was fun. Uh, we got we got talks streaming. What are what are our submissions up to on session? I think about sixty. Sixty submissions on session. Very cool. Sessionize. We need it's, more though. Oh. If you want to speak at tech, just go to tech.phparch.com, click on speakers, and submit your ideas for presentation. We're always looking not only for the established speakers that have been speaking forever, new speakers are very welcome at tech. We're just looking for great ideas, things you want to talk about, things that you want to learn. Not uh, only are, are they welcome, new speakers are encouraged because mm-hmm. I like I like getting new speakers out. It's always a pleasure, pleasure, especially ones who enjoy themselves. That's often been a thing at tech is the new speakers, like getting new new people in the pipeline to, you know, try out talking and giving presentations. I did it back in like 2012 and I was terrified, but it's definitely uh, a rewarding experience. I will say that. And now you get invited all over the world to speak. Oh, wait. You don't. I, have to, I have to turn them down because I don't travel outside of the U.S., no, yeah, you can't get through Interpol. They're yeah, no, it's, a, it's a vegan yeah. thing, I think. <laughs> no, that would get me to go <laughs> go to England. Oh my goodness, it's a place yeah. to be. Really, we are over sixty, over sixty submissions so far, and I don't feel like we've been really pushing it very hard. So we need to really ramp that up. Ramp that up. Yeah, yeah, I. I'm at a so PHP Tech TV. I, I'm I'm still working on a rebuild of that in Symphony, which I got some questions. If if I have any Symphony listeners with us tonight in our Discord, which we haven't even brought up yet, if you want to be a part of the show, you can join us in our Discord channel at discord.phpugly.com. Um, and just uh, pop in there, uh, suggest titles, all that. Uh, I, I've been trying to see if Symphony has anything that is uh, kind of equivalent to Laravel view components, not live wire components, what view components, which are just a step down from live wire components. Uh, I, see, I see like, like, like I'm aware of, like twig extensions and twig macros, but that doesn't like, that doesn't seem like it's the same. Like, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something where it's a component that I can go to a controller, fire off some code and render that component. And then, you know, reutilize that component on um, other, other places of, of the website. So if any symphony people out there, and stimulus, that's the other thing I, I get a lot about, hey, look at stimulus, which, again, I, I just don't know if that's really what I'm looking for, unless I'm not understanding stimulus. Um, but Hotwire is not, hot not what you're looking for? Well, see, see now, we're starting to, now we're starting to get, get into, and stimulus as well, we're kind of getting into the whole live wire replacement, which is great. Uh, I'll I'll take a I'll take a look at that same thing we talked about HTMX the other day and you know maybe that's the route I end up going, but I was just looking for something like very simple, 
like I said, a view component replacement where I can just fire off code and and um, yeah, and have it render. I think Hotwire and Stimulus, yeah, I think those are all a little bit more complex than that. Um, is it Hotwire? I don't remember it being called Hotwire. Uh, now you have me looking it up. Uh, yeah, I just saw it listed in uh, the develop the state of Laravel survey. Oh Which, yeah. Oh boy. Boy, do I have comments. <laughs> oh yeah, an efficient combo of quickly developed complex applications. Yeah, I I don't know, Tom. I, I maybe I need to take a take a look at this one again. Uh, I've been looking at so many different things, but even that, that's not like that's not Symphony though, is it? Like Symphony doesn't do Hotwire. That's just another like package, community package, right? Or you probably don't know. Yeah. I mean, Twig is extensible, so it, it binds into Twig. You can add all yeah, sorts but, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, 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 it, Twig's not going to do it for me because by that time, you know, any code would have already executed. I need, I need code to execute and be able to pass stuff to Twig. So I don't know. I'll have to take a look at it. Uh, Hotwire. I'll take another look at Hotwire and, and see. But the issue I'm having now is we're getting a lot of um, a lot of uh, requests for PHPTech.tv. Good requests, like things like we, we should have known to do before we, you know, or after after the uh, after the conference when we were uploading all the videos. The one the one I got today i think or yesterday and on our support uh in our support queue was that somebody wanted to purchase the virtual pass which we're still selling for php tech 23 but they had no way of understanding or no visibility to what talks were available like what what videos they were going to get what talks they were going to get i'm like god damn that's that's a good point you don't you don't have it (laughs) So, so I'm starting to like, I'm starting to, to, you know, think, okay, I think I need to address a few things in the current Laravel build of PHP tech TV, but not totally abandon my symphony rebuild. Cause I'm enjoying the, the rebuild in symphony and everything I'm learning doing it. But you realize you don't have to release the symphony rebuild, right? It could just be your learning process yeah, and then, and then not know. actually release it and just keep the current one uh, yeah you don't you don't have to show us everything you make i do though and, and, and i got i gotta make sure you understand how i made it you know how i made it, it yeah that's right. <laughs> yes tom i used an ide <laughs> thanks to JetBrains and php storm for partnering with us PHPStorm is a cutting-edge IDE tailored for PHP and web developers. Whether you're a newcomer or it's just been a hot minute since your last dive-in, there's never been a better time to revisit. With a slick, clean new UI, blazing speed enhancements, and a richer toolkit, it's transforming the way we code. It's time to start coding like a professional. Visit jetbrains.com forward slash PHPStorm and kick off your 30-day free trial. Code smarter, not harder. Thank you, PHP Storm. Thank you, PHP Storm. That yeah. one sounded uh, a lot faker than mine did. 
Yeah, because I can't <laughs> pronounce words. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Um, so I, I saw Ben mentioned uh, uh, twig components. So that's Again, that's different than – that's very different than um, uh, view components. Um, but, yeah, I'll take a look at your uh, Symphony UX Turbo. I see this mentioned a lot. Uh, so I think I will probably dive into that a little bit. I feel like I had something to talk about with PHP Storm. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so I realize we're all PHP developers. Uh, believe it or not, uh, some of us actually do code in other languages from time to time. And one of the other languages that have really been taken taken over. Well, first thing I'm sure everybody understands that PHP Storm is brought to us by a company called JetBrains, who has who have IDEs for a ton of things out there, including things for C, um, Python. I mean, just about everything. But they didn't have an IDE for Rust, and I guess they are beta testing out Rust Rover to um, to kind of get the whole IDE game going with Rust. Uh, so all the power to them. I don't know if I'm going to do it. I've definitely, my rust interest has definitely declined over the last few months, but I was really interested in it for a while, but what, just kind of, what was making you interested in it and why is it declined? Uh, what was making just because it, it, it was, it was supposed to be this replacement for all of this old C code. Like it was supposed to be a better way of, uh, of building applications. Um, and so I've been waiting to kind of, I figured if I got into it early enough yeah, and get my head around it, I could actually, you know, build things with it. Uh, I stopped. I, I kind of stopped because within the Rust community, there's a lot of like weird things happening uh, that I'm having trouble following. <laughs> there's, or a, caring about. there's a lot of drama in Rust. Yeah, and so it it just seems like like the direction of Rust just seems a little uncertain. They seem to they seem to manage Rust with the uh, the the Rust brand with a very heavy hand, and so I'm just like, yeah, this isn't feeling good to me anymore. I'm I'm not that interested. So I just kind of backed away and and stopped uh, stopped looking into it so much. Well, it it could be worse. You could be a Unity developer. Why would that be worse? Isn't that a game in gaming? Yeah, so Unity came out this week with possibly the worst take on pricing ever imagined. Um, They announced that they're going to be charging developers. So they they had a system in place where once you reached 200,000 sales, unit sales, then... They you had to upgrade to the pro version of Unity, and it and it gave you some extra stuff. But uh, the the new pricing scheme is a charge per install, uh, sometimes in the area of twenty cents Whoa. per install. <laughs> I love this statement. We have never <laughs> made a public statement before. That is how badly we fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's been a huge problem uh, and to the point where large companies are pulling their Unity-based games off of Steam 
and uh, questions about <laughs> uh, whether or not you will get charged if someone pirates your game and installs it <clears throat> actually came to, yes, you would still get charged. <laughs> so uh, they said they would, if you had a piracy problem, they would work with you, which means no, they wouldn't. Every game has a piracy problem. I can't imagine how they would enforce anything correctly. But it what's, has, their, what's their incentive to work with you if they're if they're going to charge you? You'd think they'd like you know encourage piracy. It's like don't pay the developer, just you know use the game. They'll have to pay us. Everybody's happy. Yeah, and they came out and said that uh, for stuff like Xbox Game Pass, which is like an immediate twenty four million installs on anything that's on Game Pass that Microsoft and Sony would be covering the cost for that. And uh, no one from Microsoft has come out and said, yeah, that makes sense. Like, cause it doesn't make any sense. So yeah, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge clusterfuck. I don't know what they were thinking. Um, but that's the, the current status of unity is everyone is jumping ship as fast as possible to the extent wow. that they're even pulling their existing products off the store. Yeah. Uh, you know, cult, one of the things of the is the lamb that, buy yeah, cult, cult of the lamb now, because we're deleting it January 1st. <laughs> yes. So that's crazy. It, it, it is really, it's such a dumb move and they're going to have to roll it back. Uh, but somebody's going to get fired. <laughs> we, we need a, a service that we can, just change their terms of service that quickly and all of a sudden make millions. Eric, what are we, what are we doing Wait, wrong here? What uh, I, am I supposed to be running an ad? No. Okay. <laughs> John, we're doing so many things wrong, but you know, people are learning from our mistakes. So that's <laughs> all good. I guess. You know, who's doing something right. Who's that? Opera. Opera, the yeah. browser. Opera, the browser. Holy smokes. I see them. I see them advertised by YouTubers all the time. And it seems just like such a heavy, weird marketing campaign, but really boy, they announced a new feature called redeem my soul. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first thing, let me, let me establish something here. Opera, the browser, as far as I know, unless it's changed became a paid product, right? I did it. I, I it's not it. a paid product. Oh, okay. Uh, they have a gaming product, Opera GX, which I believe leverages some privacy for money type situation. Okay. All right. So go ahead and t- tell us your story, Tom. I interrupt. So this you. this new feature is if you don't log into your browser for 14 days, they will delete your browser history and replace it with a clean, wholesome browser history. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. (laughs) So in the case that you die, then when someone starts looking through your browser history, all they find is, is good Christian websites how to live a wholesome life. Uh, that's assuming you're a Christian, but... Uh, I don't think it cares. 
But the, uh, so what? what's scary about this is, wait, you're telling me they can reach into my browser at any time and <laughs> change stuff? <laughs> yes. That seems alarming. Yes, volunteer work, uh, single-source chocolate at composting at home are some of the examples of the wholesome browsing you've been doing. Oh, do you have a link for this? But, Please tell yeah, me. I, I, I shared it in there. I, I grabbed one and put it in there. Um, but when something happens to you, usually your stuff has gone through pretty darn quickly. <laughs> Two weeks is a long time at that. If that's the case. Yeah, it is pretty quick. Yeah. And I don't, well, I, don't I think what, like what, a, what John, what John is saying is somebody would have probably gotten to your browser within two weeks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't you see know what a need for Wait history a minute. in Wait general. Minute, John, John, I think this is, I think, I think I found, I found our next product. So we create a device that attaches to your heart. If it <laughs> text that your heart stopped beating, it just deletes your browser history. That, that's awesome. Let's do it. Pretty sure. Isn't that just the that Isn't that just the Apple Watch now? <laughs> there you go. There you go. We get it. We tie into the Apple Watch API. You take, you, you take, you take your you take your watch off, and all of a sudden your history's gone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In the distance, sirens. <laughs> oh, man, you know, we joke, but watch watch this happen now. Like in the next year or two, somebody will say, yeah, there's this device you can plant in your chest. And when you die, you know, something's got it. Something's got to happen. These, I, these Apple so you events hear, you are so useless. You want to hear something morbid? Oh, I've never shared, shared this in public. And I've only shared it with... Uh, I think I only shared it with the current wife, but I might have shared it with the kids as well. Um, it was a it was a very questionable time in my life as far as like living when I got diagnosed with cancer and started uh, kind of going through chemo. During that time, I planted a bunch of videos on servers that, if I did not turn off the trigger would email my wife and kids my videos from, you know, so it was, uh, it was like this thing. Like I didn't want to have an opportunity. I didn't want to lose an opportunity not to say something to my wife and kids. And there was, just, you know, there was so much going on and, you know, I just wanted to make sure that I was able to, to kind of express some of my feelings to them, um, you know, had the incident come where I wouldn't be able to do it in real life. So for, for probably a couple of years, because uh, chemo only lasted for uh, a few months, but it's very touch and go for the, especially for the first couple of years after, after cancer, after chemo treatment. And then you're not really in the, quote unquote clear. So my doctor was very, very clear on the fact that he will not say I'm cured, but he, he would say that you're cleared. Uh, and he, he says that you're not really cleared until after 10 years, but, but usually by year five, uh, you're feeling pretty good about things anyways. So I, this, these, these things stayed on servers and some of them were like servers for the company I worked for. I think I had like three or four servers out there that uh, every every 30 days I had to go in and reset the clock 
Otherwise, it would have it would have fired. <laughs> so what? every every thirty days. So what I find interesting is you're like, it's, you wanted it. You had these so in case you couldn't say it in real life, but you recorded it so you could have said it in real life. Like you could yeah. have expressed your feelings it, it, to them. No, this is it, a, it, this it is a very like, complicated ad for Tailscale. He had to manage these servers, and if only he had known about tail scale, he could manage them all at once through a single convenient interface. Yeah. And John, John no, it, it, it wasn't that easy. It wasn't like, I never told you I loved you and I love you. you know, it wasn't like that. It was. Well, the twins were like, what, and... six years old at that point? Uh, so it was yeah, like, hey, look, six, hey, seven. look, look, no, no, <laughs> look. Serious time. Yeah. No. Put it down. So it was, uh, it, it it was some deep stuff, and I never shared it with them. I deleted it uh, because you know I figured this stuff would come up throughout my life, and I would share it then. And then I realized I don't really like my kids, so just said fuck it. <laughs> I love you too, or four, or whatever you guys are up to now. I I, I can't keep track. <laughs> But yeah, it, it was, uh, it was, and you know, you know, you, you remember this feeling, John, I remember you mentioning it. it. It was just like this, this stress every month or every couple of months when you had to go in and get tested again. I mean, you had, your, it was a heart condition. It was a little different, but you still had to get tested every, every so often. And it oh, was like, for me, I think it was every three months I had to go in and get blood work done. And like every three months, it was just like, anxiety leading up to it anxiety after it and oh, for the for the first couple of years it was a daily thought like oh crap like what what if i'm not here tomorrow speaking mm. of I'm, I'm coming up on the anniversary of that and i have a cardiologist appointment tomorrow <sighs> yeah i'm flying tomorrow so i know how you feel it's <laughs> basically the same thing tom yes, yes just <laughs> unbearable stress <laughs> so yeah it was uh it was a uh interesting time and uh so i don't i forget how do we get out oh, oh opera opera yeah yeah that's how <laughs> that's how i got there yeah so well thank you for sharing yes i went for something <laughs> humorous you went for delightfully morbid <laughs> oh you know it's not a lot in life. Well, We've got life. some. Now Now they need a plug-in where you can just click a button and say, replace my history now. Like They, they do. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. not delete cache. <laughs> no, with the wholesome stuff. Oh, I see what you're saying. There you go. Like, why, a service. Why, why wait for 14 days? Just, eh, I'm good. I'm going away to college. Let me uh, hit this button on my dad's computer so nobody knows. <laughs> Or I'm going on my dad's computer. Let me just hit this button. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what were you saying, Tom? I'm sorry. I, 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 well, I we've got some know. we've got some real actual PHP news this week, but we're an hour into it. So I say we just cover the uh, state of the Laravel ecosystem survey. Oh, and do some do we- news next week. Well, do we have anything good? We gotta, we gotta get your patrons going. Let me get the patrons up here. Uh, we can talk why why that's going. Uh, give so, give us at least one PHP straight straight on PHP thing here. 
I'll cover the, the quick PHP thing is that there's a new RFC to increase the cost for bcrypt. Uh, the cost. This, the cost. Yeah. There, there's okay. a parameter. There's a parameter in bcrypt, which isn't the recommended uh, password hashing algorithm right now. Argon two ideas, I believe. Yes. But anyway, there's a cost so that, and it's configurable based on your machine to say it's going to take this this amount of time. It's really like compute resources or whatever. Right. And to by increasing it, it, yeah, increasing it just makes it take longer. And obviously, right. machines getting faster. Right, and and that's the thing. People might explain why why you might want to take make it take longer. So they've got some uh, benchmarks for CPUs. Uh, a modern virtualized CPU, a cost of eight would be. Uh, 0.014 uh, seconds per hash, whereas a cost of 14 would be 0.99 seconds per hash. Right. So just yeah, modifying yeah. that value slows down running hash tables or, or hash right. scans against a yeah. password so, file. So yeah, yeah, if you don't, it slows down brute force. Right. If you don't understand yeah. security, that's that's why you would increase that time out. You, you, it, it seems counterintuitive. It's like, why would I want it to be slower? Because if it's, if you make it slower, people who are trying to brute force their way in, will it will take them longer to do so. I never understood so why they don't make it super high. Like for a login, taking one and a half to five seconds should be acceptable, except for a few of the applications I've written over the years. No, no longer, but over the years, every single page was a login. <laughs> like you would just slow down your entire application, which would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the default is currently a, a hash of t a hash cost of 10, which was set when the password hashing API was introduced in PHP 5.5, 11 years ago. So the RFC here is interesting because it's actually two votable RFCs. One is to increase the cost to 11, and another RFC is to increase the cost to 12. Uh, and each of these doubles the amount of time it takes. So uh, a cost of 11 doubles it, while a uh, cost of 12 quadruples it. I still don't understand the need if that's not the default algorithm anymore. Uh, so bcrypt is still used to uh, calculate a lot of hash stuff like well, uh, session codes and you know it's 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 not necessarily just password hashes there are other things that bcrypt is used for like uh, url short codes things well, like that well according to uh, ben ramsey uh, it, it, I, i'm not sure it is the default john cuz he says you have to compile specifically for argon huh i did not know so, that i i know i when I first rewrote the password hashing on this application, I specifically went to bcrypt years ago, and then that never got accepted because, again, logging every page would slow down everything. Uh, that finally got ripped out, and then by the time I got back to password hashing, we went with Argon2ID. Mm. But uh, I, can do, I can be wrong. Yeah, I actually I, don't know. 
I'm interested in the JIT stuff, but uh, let's go do your survey, Tom, because I have not even looked at this. The State State of Laravel. The State of Laravel 2023 survey. Well, it's it's a survey. I did say survey. Yes. uh, Gotcha. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Let's uh, let's open this up. Let's share this. Uh, Share. I need to change how I'm doing this share thing. I really don't like the way Restream handles sharing screens, but... We'll go with it for now. All right. I haven't even looked at this, to be completely honest with you. Uh, how many developers have participated in the survey? Wow. Well, pa- yeah. password default still goes to bcrypt from what I can tell. Just FYI. Yeah. Um, yeah, nothing Nothing surprising there. What What do you want to talk about here, Tom? Wow. Look at. Well, wow. Location. Location. Yeah. location was the first thing I saw that really stood out to me, which was. Europe and Asia significantly beat out North America. Mm-hmm. Now, again, th- I think that this is, no, I guess this one isn't multiple choice, but Europe is 50% of uh, uh, location of developers this year, mm-hmm. with Asia at 23% and North America at only 14%. That, that's, I mean, it's been hovering there for the last three years and for both 50 and uh, for Europe and uh, 14, you know, 13, 14 for North America. Yeah. And then uh, and then down here we've got years of programming experience, uh, which is well, an increase for people who've been doing it for less than a year, but then a decrease for people who've been doing it one to two years. Hmm. Well, I, you know, I, this is one of the things I was talking about as far as, I would I, I'm I would very I'm very curious to see what this metric would be on other frameworks because I still think this is something that Laravel has going for the fresh blood that seems to come into the uh, Laravel ecosystem every year. Right, like the so. Fox Pro version of this would be a totally different. <laughs> right, <laughs> be one one respondent, and we know him. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, this is... But uh, years of Laravel experience is interesting. 35% of people have been developing for 5 to 10 years. I mean, that, that would be us, Tom, right? That is us. That is, well, I'm yeah. actually, I think I'm at the 10 plus range now. I, yeah. I think I think uh, we would be too. I mean, I, I can't count myself because I'm not an active developer, but we learned about it back in 2012. Mm-hmm. So then after that is where things start to get like a little funky to me. Uh, Are you publishing or contributing to open source projects or packages? What's uh, what, what's about this? 41% of people who responded to the survey say they are publishing or contributing to open source packages, which that seems high. That seems very high, like very, very high. They they misread it and they said, "Are you using open source packages?" I think that actually might be the case, or or the Laravel people who use Laravel like contributing to open source. That could be the case too. You don't know. I do because there's there are three of us in this room, and I think only you have contributed or or contribute to open source. John has. I do. No, I mean not actively all the time, but. 
Well, that's I, that I, seems I, like that should be part of the question. I, I open you, a few, maybe a few is, PRs a year. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's a good that, point, Tom. Yeah, did Instead I do a, something? Did I do something ten years ago for open source?Ure. Yeah, that that should be more of a, instead of yes, no, how many PRs do you open towards open source a year? You know? Yeah. Are you a release manager? No, but, you know, I tried. (laughs) 43 respondents named Eric said yes. (laughs) A lot Uh, of users. What is this? Yeah, primary operating system isn't too surprising. It's uh, 50% Mac, 30% Windows, and 22% Linux. You don't think that's surprising? 22%? Um, no, I'm not too surprised by that. I think... Uh, I'm happy to see it, but I don't... I think macOS does coding powerfully enough at this point that Linux is sort of a geeky luxury. Uh, and again, this is the Laravel server. What? Uh, <laughs> Talking about... <laughs> oh, primary, primary code editor. I wanted to bring this up just to crush your poor heart. Vim, Vim slash Emacs gets a one point six percent. Why are so they combined? They, they shouldn't even be in the same category. But okay. Well, if they weren't in the same category, that number would get even lower. So I think this is just no. to support your your ego. But Did yes, fifty six percent. Fifty six percent use PHP Storm, which is yeah. awesome to hear. VS Code, uh, VS Code dipped a little bit, huh? Yeah. That's, when did PHP Storm start advertising with us? Just saying. That's right. That's good, no, good no observation there, Congdon. Good observation. Uh, what other programming languages do you use? Not too surprising that JavaScript is eighty-seven percent of respondents. Well, I mean, also use actually, JavaScript. Yeah. TypeScript uh, and JavaScript combined. Yeah, you code for the web. You're going to use JavaScript. So. Yeah, TypeScript was an interesting forty percent. I love that uh, Perl's then, still in there. <laughs> I love that Dart and Rust and Is Swift it? are on Where, here. Where's Perl? Uh, third from the bottom. <laughs> There's four guys that use Perl, <laughs> and, and it hasn't gone up or down. <laughs> no, yeah, it's no movement. Um, Same four guys every year. That's how I got started in this web thing. An an interesting multiple choice decision here. The multiple choice question of in which context do you work with Laravel, business or and hobby? Uh, I would love to see this as business or hobby, but they've made it multiple choice. So you can't really get any actual information out of this. But I mean, it's a fair, it's a fair multiple choice thing, right? A lot of us don't just code professionally. We, but we you don't do get it because the, we love it. You don't get the overlap, though. You don't see how Why many not? people do it, business it, and hobby, or business sh- or hobby. It should be business, hobby, or both, right? And choose one. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Team sizes uh, seem to be getting bigger across the board. Uh, team sizes of one are down 2.96%, but uh, would, 5 to I 10, be, 10 to 20, 20 to 50, and 50 plus are going up. See, I'd be very confused on answering this question. If I was one, do I answer one or one to five? It should be two to five. Come on. 
it it should be two to five. It's six, six to ten, eleven to twenty. Yeah, so we have screwed up. Well, that invalidates the whole survey. It does. Throw everything out. Now I'm confused. Uh, PHP version stats, again, a multiple choice question uh, with no real indication of where there are overlaps. Hmm. But it looks like people are keeping up for the most part with the most modern versions of PHP. Uh, 4.37% are on 5 still, which is interesting because Laravel does not support that. Well, it doesn't say say running their Laravel app. It's just... What versions of PHP are you using for your applications? So, yeah, I was surprised by uh, are you using any front end framework response here? The eighty eight percent use are using Bootstrap, Tailwind, Razor, etc., but eleven percent are not using a front end framework, hmm. which I thought was very interesting. There are those people out there who still do CSS. I mean, it's a thing. It's it's you know, it's a language you can learn. Yeah, I wanted to go back up here though. What what are the? Uh, wow, look at that. Uh, look at the database. So, yeah, that's crazy. I, I I so want to get my head around Postgres, but I just I have yet to see a reason to. Yeah, I mean, and I that the article in PHP Architect made me want to try it. That's what I'm saying. Like every time I see somebody write about it, or uh, I shared like a video or something with you, John, once, right? I'm saying, oh, yeah. this made a lot of sense. Every time I do that, I'm like, man, I, I, maybe I should look into Postgres. And then I'm like, nah. Lewis, I still have PHP 5 applications out there. That's what I'm saying. And 7. Front end rendering. Here's a somewhat frustrating question. Uh, monitoring. How do you monitor your production applications? Oh, oh tell, tell me, tell me, honey badgers on here. Where, where are you at? How far down are you? It's weirder than that. So, uh, do you do error monitoring, uptime monitoring, APM, server metrics, performance profile, or other? And under error monitoring, they have email, flare, sentry, rollbar, bug snag, etc. What's so they exciting? don't have they don't have honey badger, but I'm sorry, email is not an error monitoring methodology. <laughs> that that is not what that does. If anything, email is the etc. Yeah, you know. Right. Yeah. Email is I do this as a hobby, and if it goes down, I don't notice or care. Mm-hmm. And finally, the opinion section of the survey. The Laravel framework is moving in the right direction. Oh, interesting. Uh, agree and strongly agree together are uh, 85%. Neutral is 11%. And disagree and disagree strongly are 4%. I'm curious what the disagree would be. Like, what about what about the direction? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What what would you uh, would you say you're a disagree person? I am a disagree person. Oh, all right. Why? What what about the direction? What direction is it heading first? Like I, I don't really know. Exactly. That's the first that's the first question is what direction is it heading? And it seems like it's heading towards new things that come out in favor of the thing that came out last year. 
uh, not really supporting the what? stuff that it supported very heavily a few years ago. But it's always done that. I mean, we've always right, talked and I've about, always, I've always, always said- disagreed that that's the right direction. I, I think that's the wrong direction. <laughs> Improve the tool sets that you have and maintain them. Don't just release something new and say, "Yeah, that other stuff's not cool anymore." I don't like this toy yeah. anymore and throw it away. I mean, I get it. And, and this is always one of my caveats as far as uh, recommending it to clients, because it's like the client needs to understand that this is a fast paced opinion, opinionated framework you're, yes. you know, we're getting involved with. So as long as you understand that going into it, you're okay. And you got to, you also have to understand that, you're going to have to pay developers to keep up with it. It's not yeah, like updating we can write is this a code and bitch. Yeah. So, but again, it's always been like it. Always been like that. It's not like they just started doing it recently and everybody's like kind of oh, excited actually, yeah. about it. <laughs> the direction it was headed in continues to head in. Mm-hmm. And now, I think that there are things that they could do like component driving some things, having component-based updates instead of unilateral updates so that now we're on 10, now we're on 11, now we're on 12. I've gone over this a million times. Yeah. But I will say, the next question, Laravel framework simplifies building web applications. I agree strongly. I am on the side of 100% on this. It does make things easier. Do I enjoy working with it? Absolutely, I enjoy working with it. That doesn't mean I like the direction that it's going because I think it could be a stronger platform than it is. <laughs> is the direction a new Lamborghini? Probably. I, know. I, was, I was just about to highlight that one. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be one. It was, it was literally a one-year difference. It was a one-year difference between LOL. I would never buy a Lamborghini to OMG. My wife bought me a Lamborghini. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, this is cool, I guess. Yeah, it's it just it seems to be in in this survey kind of shows it. It's just it's just a pretty damn close to the same results year after year. Well, but so interesting question is is the Laravel system ecosystem changing or innovating too fast? And agree strongly and agree together are about fifty two percent. Oh, did I, I, I scroll? So you agree with the direction that it's going in, but it's going there too fast. Uh, uh yeah. I mean that. Well, no. So, so again, you you know the the innovate the innovation speed is not necessarily a direction, but I I find this interesting to see uh, that it's. Basically, fifty percent of the people agree that yeah, it moves too fast, and I think it's a valid. This see this of everything on here. This is probably the one that Taylor should be taking a closer look at, because you've got to ask: Is this speed of innovation costing our developers, people who develop and like developing in Laravel? the ability of introducing it into their their business or their company or their workplace because because of this issue which and, is really yeah this, this was my walk away point for Laravel which was being on 7 needing to upgrade to 8 
and having that project delayed for so long that nine came out. Right. And that was when I, and that was when I started looking at symphony and saying, okay, I, it, it's just, I get what he's doing, but we're going the wrong direction. We're going too quickly in an arbitrary direction. Uh, and this was what the whole, uh, LTS version was supposed to do, but he, there was again, only one of those ever. Was, and it never got maintained. Ask. It was just one. I, I, I think there were two, right? Weren't there two? But either way, uh, four point two. I think there were two LTSs. I, I thought something like six was supposed to be. Yeah, I'm going to look it up now. Uh, not not just to prove you wrong, Tom, but just so five point seven is the LTS version. Okay, so that's with the notice that you are browsing documentation for an old version. Five point one and five point five were LTS versions, according to this. Okay. Um yeah. But even but to your point, I mean I feel like their the understanding of LTS from Laravel was okay, uh well, you know, we're moving on, so don't change your code. You won't be able to take take advantage of any new features and um yeah, if there's a serious security issue, uh, we'll try to remember to come back and fix this version. And it was like yeah. So the it looks like the most recent LTS was six, and that was listed in the support policy. But the support policy since then has changed so that eight is now uh, security fixes only until January next year, and nine is bug fixes. No, nine is support only now as well. Right. Security support only. This is Ramsey says, this is why we have the enterprise ready arguments. Enterprise needs to be able to use something Mm -hmm. for 10 years without changes. Right. And, you know, we, we had our year of enterprise supported supported changes. Right. I mean, that was the thing. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, and I still, I mean, I, I, my opinion on that hasn't really changed. So it's, we don't. I mean, we can rehash it if anybody's ever interested in that conversation again. But I don't think we need to do it tonight. No, um, we we can definitely have the uh, what is enterprise conversation all over again for a whole episode. Right. But but for sure, the the LTS is really just silently disappearing. That is an enterprise issue. That is not something small. Right. Right. Exactly. It's like that. That's. Any anybody who truly works in an enterprise environment knows that that's a requirement. I mean, it's going to you're so quickly going to get shot down if if you don't have something like that. But there's and there's so many other things that Laravel's missing as well. That's just one of them. But but, but I could don't you think could you tell me that at the rate that Laravel changes, we're going to keep with Active Record for the next version? Well, I mean, it's stuck around this long. Sure, but like Eloquent Two could just be announced, and it's not active record. Well, don't it's, don't start strawmaning strawmaning this. I mean, it's like don't make things up. It's just I have to talk I get faster what you're to saying. strawman it. Yeah, it just, I mean, but you you can't say it. Like, and I, it actually touches on the other thing we we talk about with the Laravel. There's no there's no community discussion of things. Yes, which you know. We, we say it's Taylor's framework. He's made it very clear that, you know, he is the 
owner of this framework and he'll make whatever changes he sees fit. So, but again, so, yeah, to the extent that his license plate says eloquent on his Ferrari, it says facade. Oh, it says facade. That's right. It's the Lamborghini. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I know this? Because <laughs> you had, you have it framed right above your monitor. <laughs> One day. Um, I wasn't supposed to tell people that, was I? No. I appreciate <laughs> if you didn't. All right. All right. I feel like we've run long. I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we, we ended up with a pretty nice turnout. I was worried. I was uh, waiting to start the show because nobody was showing up, and then everybody showed up later. So I'm happy. Happy y'all made it. Uh, that's going to do us. it for episode 352. I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep it ugly. Keep it ugly. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me. Shouts out to people. PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional, but I'm about to come through and bless it with style, so let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room, yo, the segment of the show is called doom and gloom, that came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this, I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise, yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish, we talking about the PHP, the programming language, about to break it down, no exaggeration, what do y'all do for a living web applications, okay, I I can dig it, my words spray tight, uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights, yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude, I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube, so let's get it, you know my lyrics are major, all up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing, keep it ugly, we ending every show with the saying it's lovely, let's go, yeah, come on, hey.